Hello. I had a pretty standard day, so I don't think I'm going to talk about my day that much. I'm going to talk about something else. Um, well, kind of. Let me first start with, you know, just little details on how a standard day um, was like. Um, I, uh, I, I woke up without a headache which is somewhat mesmerizing given the copious amounts of alcohol I've had yesterday but um, the truth is I'm actually safe and sound from um, from from a hangover I still haven't broken my record of 27 years without um, without having a hangover. So yeah, that was fine. Basically I used that superpower to work and later to play tennis and later to play video games while watching the football, which finished terribly <laughs> because Portugal lost my country of origin. Anyway, yeah, that's not what I'm going to talk about today. What I'm going to talk about today is actually a bit of a subject that I just had a chance to um, to chat about with a friend. Obviously, as always, they will remain nameless, genderless, everythingless. But um, the um, the the thing here is that I am what someone would consider a neurotypical person. So a neurotypical person is someone who, fortunately or not, does not have any um, diagnosable conditions of uh, dyslexia, autism, um, dyspraxia or ADHD, ADD, obsessive compulsive disorder, anything like that. Um, and I find myself, you know, I find myself searching for these, um, for these, uh, conditions. They're not particularly illnesses per se, I don't think, or some of them might be and others might be seen as conditions, but not illnesses. I'm not 100% sure on this. I'm not in the neurological, um, or even cognitive behavioral, um, fields of study. I'm a musician, for God's sakes, nobody, you know, I shouldn't be trying to tap into certain subjects that I have absolutely no idea about. And that's why I'm still tapping into it. Um, but yeah, given this massive intro, I am very curious about um, these, um, these subjects. I'm very curious about neurodiversity, not only because I have friends who... Um, are neurodiverse with, you know, varying degrees of conditions and um, various degrees of uh, of noticeability within those conditions. I mean, friends who are in the autistic spectrum, friends who are um, neurodiverse because they have ADD or ADHD, friends who have um, dyslexia, dyspraxia, any, you know any of these conditions. Um, thankfully, I have a, a, a diverse enough 
um, or enoughly diverse um, group of uh, friends and acquaintances that allowed me to to um, well to experience what it is to exist in the same spaces as them and that's absolutely fantastic and the reason why i'm bringing this up today is because i had this um very interesting and eye-opening conversation with um, with my friend and we you know we were talking about just um how the condition actually conditions your brain and how you know the way i can access certain parts of my brain and certain parts of my memory um, is um, sometimes the exact opposite or sometimes a little bit different from um, the ways that they can um, access their own brains and their own you know memory slots um, and i find it fascinating i find it fascinating because whilst I can correlate some of the emotions that are felt mostly frustration when certain things are not working exactly as one would want because they observe it in other people or they observe it in other uh, walks of life uh, it, it, I can appreciate that and I can understand some of those frustrations because I feel some of the frustrations as well I will never be able to know or even understand what um, what it is to feel that specific level of frustration when someone is neurodiverse and they have that extra step out of um, of, um, of what they would like to to have or how they would like to have their brains wired um, functioning in a specific way and I found that very interesting I have to say um, because as I said whilst I cannot really know exactly how how they feel about this i can understand certain frustrations but when i sometimes um am out of what i would hope would be the optimal conditions so if i cannot focus on something and i get frustrated about not being able to focus on it then i will you know i will feel that knack to 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 lash out even if it is internally and sometimes it is unfortunately internally and I guess, you know, one of the uh, most latent frustrations that I've been talking about as well recently has to do with my, um, well, with my um, relationship status being, um, well, my love life being non-existent for, you know, a long time now. Um, and again, there is a link between that frustration and my own frustrations about myself. And uh, putting those together, those links together, makes me feel quite bad. And, you know, there is an element of frustration to it. But I could not exactly imagine what someone with ADHD would feel if they would have this sort of frustration with, with a specific point of view or a specific element of life, such as my, my current... Um, my current um relationship um i don't know in success i think would be the best way to describe it or at least the better way i could find right now um because obviously we all have different um 
recognitions. We all have different ideas behind um, what we expect out of life and what we expect out of um, out of any situation. And different people will react in different ways. But the reason why some people react in particular ways um, might have to do with their own personal neurological um, settings, which are different from others. So I find that fascinating. I find that whole field fascinating. I'm I'm always quite curious about um, about many things. But when it comes to social interactions, when it comes to interpersonal interactions, I, I get very, very curious because I, I would really like to understand why certain people have um, certain views on or outlooks on, on, on life, on society, on, on anything when I have my own. So I, I, I'm a big fan of the differences between the way people think, the way people interact, the way people express themselves, the way people have, um, the way people have difficulty or easiness in, in showing true colors. And again, this is no more than just um, some um, innocent curiosity because I'm not about to embark in a career change and go into neuro, neuropsychology or neurodiversity studies or anything like that. I not only don't have enough brains for that, I also have no patience for that. And it wouldn't be at 27 that I would suddenly just, you know, find out that I want to be a either a sociologist or some sort of scientist working in the field of neuro uh, neurology and neurodiversity it's just pure curiosity all stemming from this conversation with uh, with my friend and conversations with other friends that are neurodiverse and coming from a non-neurodiverse person what is called a neurotypical person it's um it's sometimes honestly a bit Frustrating to also not understand others' frustrations. I don't know. It could just be my my keenness to solve problems. Mm. Why I try to understand everyone's problems. Why I try to understand everyone's um, just demeanor. That could be it. I don't know. Well. If you've mustered the courage to listen to this whole ramble about something that I absolutely have no idea and shouldn't be talking about, because I have no idea what it is, then kudos to you. But alas, it's time for me to fall asleep. So thank you very much for listening, and I'll speak to you tomorrow.